Welcome to Unapologetically Me with me, Melissa Peta, the owner of Pilates Plus in Greenwood Village, Colorado, or otherwise known as Cherry Hills, Colorado. Um, so I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. It was super hot here in Colorado, I hear. I didn't really spend much time in the Denver area. I decided last minute, somebody told me that they were going to be hiking a 14er yesterday. And I was like, yes, I haven't done a 14er since last year. So it sounded like a fantastic idea. Um, If you don't know what a 14er is, a 14er is uh, a mountain in Colorado that is above the elevation of 14,000 feet. So usually they they can range the... um, Time to hike a 14er can range from about four hours to nine hours to probably like about 16 hours, I'm thinking. It depends on which routes you take, how steep the mountain is. I mean, there's sometimes, I haven't been on any of them where you're basically hanging from a ledge, but it takes time. So when somebody said, do you want to hike a 14er? I was like, yeah, I've already hiked 10 of them. No big deal. I'm going to go ahead and join in. Okay, I haven't been to the mountains all summer, probably all winter either. I really, this last month, have been, like, we'll get into that later, but I haven't exercised as much as I used to, so it probably wasn't the smartest idea for me to just jump on in, but also if you know me, you know that I just jump on in. Okay, so again, this was my 11th 14er. Um, I've actually done... I had to do one twice last year because I didn't summit, which summit is getting to the top of the mountain and like putting, being like, woo, I made it. And I couldn't do it last year. It was too hard. Yesterday, there were some times that I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I knew pretty early in that um, I just wasn't ready. Like I, I wasn't. I, my asthma was completely in full force. My lungs were weak. Um, my body held up well, other than like falling and hurting the knee, but my body held up super well, but the lungs were definitely not ready for this. I mean, not only do you have the elevation change, you also have the altitude change. So, but again, I, I've gotten to the point where I was like, where did summer go? I really... I missed summer. Like somehow it's just kind of crept past me. So again, when somebody says, let's go hike a 14er and I read about it and I really thought no big deal. So we get to, um, actually, so you start off on a 14er, you want to get started early. You don't want to wait too long because if you do, you most likely will not be able to summit because storms roll in here pretty quick and you don't want to be at the tip top of a mountain with no coverage of a storm rolls in and there's lightning everywhere. I mean, I've tried that one time and it was actually quite scary. So what happens is we got up yesterday. I got up at 2.15. I was out of the house by 2.40-ish a.m. I know that's coming from the non-morning person. I'm on the road and I'm making good time. I'm listening to all of my hip hop music and my Taylor Swift and everything like that, just jamming out trying to pump myself up, got my energy drink. I've got all my food, everything that I need in the car. I'm super excited. I'm calling and texting back and forth with the girl that, or the group that I'm going with. And um, I get to Loveland. Loveland is about 20 minutes from where my hike was. And I'm so close. And 
All of a sudden behind me at 4.43 in the morning, there's flashing lights. Okay, so I get pulled over and anybody that knows me knows how much I love our men in blue. I am, thank God for them. Like I am, yay. So I take out my license, my registration, and my insurance cards with an S. Um, if you know anything about anything, you probably shouldn't have more than one in your car. And the best part is you should probably have the right year in your car. So I look at the officer and I go to hand him it. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I was like, I'm so sorry. I, it, my insurance is up to date. If you want to wait a few seconds, I can pull it up on, thank God Geico.com has like where you can pull it up to show them. And he was, I mean, you could tell he was probably not thrilled to be working that early either. It's 4.43 in the morning. So he was like, it's fine. I can pull it up to see if it's accurate. So he goes to the back of the car. I'm texting the the girl that I've been communicating with and we're talking and I was like, oh my God, I just got pulled over. Um, I'm hoping that I get a warning. Keep your fingers crossed. So he do, he comes back to my car and he hands me everything. And he's like, here's my card. He hands me his card. I didn't even look like, I don't know if it has a personal number on it or not. I don't really care. I was I don't even know what he looked like, but I was so grateful. So he gave me a warning and he was like, it's a 25 mile an hour zone, just so you know, in Leadville. And I was like, well, how fast was I going? And he goes, 38. Oh, I guess I was that excited to go hiking at 5 a.m. Okay, so I head off from getting a warning. Thank you. And I'm sitting there as I leave and I'm like one mile underneath the speed limit, checking my rear view mirror to see if he's following me. You know, he may want to go hiking with us. He may be my soulmate. I don't know. Like if, if it's meant in the whole universe, then maybe he would have been my hiking partner. Turns out he wasn't. So I met the crew at a trailhead, which is the base of the hike. And we all meet together. There is one, two, three, four, five, six of us. And I can already, so we get going and we start hiking. We use, we use the rest area at the bottom, the outhouses, and it's nothing fancy. Um, because what happens is you, you go on your hike and you have to use, I mean, your, your bathroom is nature. So here's my little hippie girl hiking thing. Um, if you go on a hike, don't leave anything behind, bring a little plastic bag. It may sound gross to you. But you cannot leave anything on a hike. You No toilet paper, nothing. It doesn't matter. Just be prepared that you have to carry it the rest of the way and bring it back with you. So the more you know. That's a menu tagline. <laughs> Sorry, NBC. So we start hiking, and I can tell right away, like the three people that are – there's there's always those people – they're awesome there. I cannot wait to hike with her again. She seems super cool. Can't wait to have a glass of wine with her. That'll be even better. But she and her boyfriend, this other guy are like, zoop. I'm like five minutes in. I'm, I'm like, are they on the summit already? Who knows? <laughs> then there's the rest of us that are pretty far behind. There's the two that are going pretty at a pretty nice pace. And there's the two of us that are lagging. The one, the one is from Texas he did awesome, but he was still having to adjust. You know, it's, it is altitude. You're still building up. 
And um, so he was, he and I were stopping here and there. So basically I could catch my breath and I think he was being nice. I'm pretty sure he could have like zoomed up, but um, we were hiking in the dark. It's again, it's like 5am. So we're hiking in the dark and I didn't, I've never hiked in the dark. So this is where you learn what you need to add to your pack. And I learned on this one that I need to add a um, headlight, a headlamp to my, to my pack so I can see the road and know where I'm going and if I'm going to fall off the mountain. So yes, yeah, so you really have no idea where you're going when you're in the dark. I've noticed um, I am going to get a headlight. I prefer to hike when there's more light because I like to see things. I like to see the nature around me. That's kind of the fun of hiking is seeing the beauty and the changes. So I'm not going to say I'll never do it again. Those of you that know me know that there is nothing that is predictable about what I say and what I do. So I'm going to go ahead and get a headlamp and go from there. But um, we're hiking up. I'm so grateful to have the guy that's staying behind and walking with me. And he's lying and saying, you know, that he's glad to take the breaks. And I'm like, you can go on ahead. It's fine. I'll catch up. And um, so we are, but he's, he is, he's literally like fine hanging out. So we get, so finally the sun starts coming up. It is it's really pretty. It is really pretty to see a sunrise coming up on the mountains. And, um, but I am wondering, I'm like, are we past tree line yet? So there are several phases of a hike. You look at trailhead, then you get to trees. And once you get past tree line, you get to like the bouldery area where it starts getting a little more bouldery, a little mossy. Then you get to pure boulders and then you get to the summit. So, you know, you know how to kind of pace yourself and know where you're at. So we're not getting past tree line. I'm like, what the hell? And at that point I knew, I just knew this was going to be a long day. Finally, we took a break and I, I just decided to take out my inhaler, took a deep breath. And I was, I mean, if anybody's hiked with me, you know, I'm not stopping. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if I have to go alone. I'm making it to summit. Like that's my, ugh, it's going to happen. So yeah, I'm, I warn everybody, I'm not in it as a race to the top. I'm not in it to see who can get there first, who can get down first. I mean, again, you got to watch the weather. So in a, it, last year we hiked Mount Massive. I had to do it twice. The first time we hiked it, probably one of the most gorgeous. I recommend everybody go to Massive. Um, it was probably one of the most gorgeous hikes I've ever been on. I could not summit. It was so steep. We got lost for about two hours, but it was absolutely gorgeous. There were streams everywhere, wildflowers. Then the scenery of it was so phenomenal, like getting lost in the, in that time. Like, even though there was no way to summit because we lost, when you lose the two hours, you can't beat out a storm. So even though we got lost, the beauty of those two hours and what we saw was unbelievable. So I sometimes think we get lost in that moment of trying to race to the top. And this is like, it's life in general. Like, let's just face it. That's life. But everybody, so you've got your speed demons that just want to get to the top and get down. Like it's, it's a competition. And for me, I, I can't physically do it with my lungs. So I guess I should be grateful for that. And as I was on my way back down, I really was praying, first of all, that 
I wouldn't just lay down and just give up. But um, I was hoping that also that God would just like give me an escalator to bring me to my car. But that didn't happen. So anyway, so dude from Texas, you can tell he's, he's been staying behind for me and I get it. And so he finally, he gets his lungs. He's saying like, he's having trouble adjusting to the altitude. And then, you know, I could tell like the group was moving and no matter what, they're going to move faster than me. So I just kind of meet people along the way. And I met a family wonderful family of three. They're two kids with, with their dad hiking. I shouldn't say kids are in the twenties. Um, the bucket list for him was to get to hike a 14er and they're from Arkansas. So I noticed they were going at the pace that I loved. So they were, so I kind of adopted them. Like that's the way I work in life. Like I'll just jump into your life, whether you like it or not. And they got the pleasure of me just jumping on into their life. So the crew who's waiting for me, I looked at them and I was like, go on without me. I found a new crew. You're fine. And they were like, are you abandoning us? And I was, I told them, I said, Hey, you know, it's all good. Go at your own pace. I'm going to stick with these guys and then we'll go from there. So Unfortunately, the new crew that I met, we had a great time. We were playing an alphabet game, which is actually not a bad idea to get up a 14er. So when you're hiking and you're trying to keep your mind off things, we were playing like the alphabet game with bands and we we're playing with foods. And it did take a lot of time off the, uh, the old radar of getting up. But unfortunately, dad was just not feeling it. It's uh, 14ers are gruesome. There's no doubt about it. It's not. It's just not something you do in an overnight. Like, let's just go do this. So some people can. They're good. So then I lost that crew because the two, again, I mean, I, there's looking at these two, everybody would be like, Melissa, you're in better shape. Well, yes, but the shape of me has nothing to do with my lungs. If you have, again, anybody that has asthma knows that those suckers need to be worked out as much as anything. And I hate cardio. I hate it with a passion. So the two 20-year-olds just went on their own, and it's fine. Again, you learn. You just make friends. You're just going to make jokes. Um, it is way more fun to hike with people that you know. It's way more fun to – it just it keeps your mind off the pain of it. So this this was a test for me because this is the first time I've actually 100% – um, during the grueling phase have been alone. And I was, I was alone for about three hours of the hike. Uh, well, to summit, that's not counting on the way down when it took me a lot longer. So maybe not three hours less than that, but it felt like 20 hours, but I was alone for a long time. And that was incredibly difficult for me because the thing is when you're alone with that stuff, how easy would it have been for me to turn around and just go back? Um, but there was something inside me that would just, I just knew how pissed off I would be at myself if I didn't reach summit. So you see people coming down and you're like, Oh my God, how much further? And they'll tell you. And they're like, you're, you've got about an hour left. And you're like, Oh dear God, how do I do an hour? How can I, how can I possibly get through an hour? 
And it's literally like the song that was going through my head was one foot in front of the other. So I'm sitting there like every single time, like I'm higher up than I was. Of course, then in my mind, I'm also thinking, I have to get back down. I was also looking for the crew that was like super ahead of me. Finally, I found them and they were like, you're so close. You've got about 40 minutes left. Just keep on trucking through. You know, they were like, are you, do you want us to wait for you? And I, of course, being me, I I told them, I was like, keep on going. I'm totally fine. Which I was. I just, again, I love hiking with people. I like the company. Um, But that means I have to get myself better. So keep trudging through. Okay, there's these, it's called false summits. So you think you can see the top of the mountain. I'm just telling you right now, it ain't the top of the mountain. You've got like probably, we had like, I had like two more mountains to go over. So you have to get over the one mountain. Then you got to go over to second. Then you can, then you're finally to summit. So you, you can't even see the top of the mountain. And this is the highest mountain in Colorado. So you are like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm, so they told me, so I got to the, the top of the second summit And then I met up with this second crew and they were like, you are so close. You're like 20 minutes away. Okay. At that point, 20 minutes is like, I got this. And they were like, it's right there. It's right there. Like it's right behind that other peak. So I get to the next peak where I think it is. And it's still like 200 feet away. I'm like, Oh my God, this thing is so big. It was, it was huge. It was, um, I did, I went right up there. I was like, okay, we have got this. We're doing this. Like, let's get there. So the weather was awesome. Um, it was super windy, but that's just what happens when you're way up high. But I plopped down and there was a cool group of 20 year olds that was sitting right next to me. We were all laughing and joking around because I'm taking off layers of clothes. And I was like, yeah, I'm taking off more layers of clothes than a stripper does. And I don't know, we're making jokes as people are proposing to people on the mountain and I'm popping open a beer. I only drank like half because I was just so exhausted. And all I'm thinking as I look down, it's so high up. I'm like, oh my God, is there a sled or a slide or something that can get me to the bottom, please? The cool thing about being alone is you can really just take your time, rest at the top. Well, you got to watch the storm clouds coming in because you do have to be below tree line when a storm comes in. So um, I was watching the clouds. We luckily had such great weather yesterday that there was, there were no storm clouds. It was absolutely gorgeous. So I knew I had time. And while people were leaving, I just sat there and uh, just took in everything and relaxed, ate my sandwich, uh, tried to drink my beer, but that wasn't, there was really no appeal of it. Um, but you got to have one when you summit, you got to have a beer. That's part of the, that's part of the fun. That's part of the, the thing that makes it so you actually summit it. So finally I get the strength and the courage to realize I have to walk down this thing. And I picked it back up and I started walking down and it is, Mount Albert is so steep and you kind of don't realize how steep it is because you're trying so hard to get up that when you're going down, you're like, Oh, that's straight down. Like, I mean, 
really, I did want a sled. Like I was like, this would be a fun roller coaster ride or Alpine slide. I don't get it. Like they'll put chair lifts and ski pads and all this kind of stuff. Why won't they like help hikers out? Like we've reached the summit. I feel like we deserve a slide. Just, it doesn't have to be long. Like charge us each 30 bucks. It could be like an easy wee right down. I don't know. Business idea. Okay. So I reached the, um, the first hill down. I'm like very proud of myself. It looks when you're looking down, you're like, Oh, there's a flat trail. It's fine. And then you get to like, you keep going and it's so steep. And I took my first plunge like on these things. I can't tell you, you fall all the time. Knock on wood. I mean, I've broken my wrist from falling so many times, but I mean, you're going to fall on a hike. You are a 14 er you are going to slip. You're going to fall. It's just the nature of the beast. I mean, you're talking loose gravel. You are talking nature. There's nothing <laughs> steep. So when you're at the top of that mountain, yeah, you just prepare yourself. At some point, you're going to take a fall. Um, I did pretty well. So I hit my hand and it it's fine, but I could feel my knee was... My knee was not happy, so I should have put my hardcore brace on at the beginning of the hike, but I'm always like, it's fine. It's no big deal. It feels, my knee feels great. I did not. Um, so then coming down and though, for those of you that know me, I am 40, almost 41 years old and I've had knee issues since I was 18. So this is nothing new to me. I know better. So, um, I am so close to tree line. Um, people have already volunteered at this point to when I fell, I was, I caught my knee and I was like, Oh no. Other words came out. And these two guys were like, we can help carry you down. It was so sweet. But I was like, they're 40 minutes from someone. I was like, go forward. It's fine. I'll figure it out. So I get to tree line and you can, you're just praying again. It's the opposite way. Now you're just, when you're in tree line, you want to get out of it. Now now I just want to get down to tree line so I can sit down safely, know that I'm out of lightning view. Um, I finally reached tree line. I know I was, no, I was probably about 20 minutes from tree line and I had to sit down and this was, it was pretty funny because I put my backpack down in the dirt and I was like, okay, this is the first time I've used my Osprey backpack. It's hot pink, of course. And I sit it down in the dirt and I'm like, oh no, it's getting dirty. That's not good. Then I was like, okay, you're in nature. Your backpack's going to get dirty. So I have to figure out how to prop it up. So I get my um, sonopods. I don't know what they are. You'll have to look them up. It's S-A-L-P-O-N-A-S, something like that. They're miracles. Like you literally, so I wrapped one around my knee. And then I put the knee brace on, which it was great. I mean, it it did what it needed to do. Um, it was super excruciating to get down. It was super slow because even I have hiking sticks and everything. It didn't matter. I mean, once, once you have a knee injury going on, it's, there's nothing you can do. So all I wanted at that point was just to get to tree line. So at least like if a lightning or a storm came in or anything, I'd be at least a little protected, um, made it. And then, uh, kept walking and, realized that the whole tree line that we had been walking all morning, I, I didn't remember any of it because it was dark and I had 
no idea if I was going the right direction. Although I do have to say Mount Albert is perfectly paved out. Like the path is very easy to follow for those of you that hike alone and do enjoy hiking alone. I do not. Um, it's very easy to follow. So I just followed exactly where the path went. I was praying to God that he would give me strength. I was so slow. I, by this point, I, I just, I didn't know how I was going to make it. Like my knee was burning. I was having to, uh, so, and then I wanted to make sure that, so people were passing me. Like sometimes I was, ahead. if I got to flat ground, like it was fine. But when I was on a, a decline, um, then it was over because as anybody knows, if you have that kind of issue with knees and stuff going down, it hurts like hell. But if you're on steady ground, I could just like, I could almost run it at that point. So I kept up with a family for pretty good amount of time. I just wanted to like kind of stay in a range of having somebody around me. Um, cause I can see the sun is setting and I, I, I did not feel comfortable. And I know that a lot of people feel comfortable hiking alone, camping alone. That's not me. So um, for about 30 minutes, I was completely alone. And again, um, just a lot of time to think it's not good thoughts. It's like, is your, what's that sound? Is that a bear? Is it a lion? Is it a rapist? Like, Oh, it's my hiking poles hitting my backpack. But, um, and I'm asking you all, I'm like, does anybody know how close we are? And luckily a lot of people were like, towards the end, they were like, Oh, there's cars. And I could hear cars. And I was like, Oh, but even with cars, there's still like 30 minutes. So, um, the one, my favorite part though, was when I was walking down and I looked at how close to the edge of the mountain we were. And I was like, wow, it was, I mean, I'm not saying we would have died, but there would have been some serious damage if we would have fallen off the mountain. So there's nothing like just seeing your car in view. And so I get to my car and I am just thanking the Lord. Um, I had been praying that whole time to somehow that I got strength to make it down. There are times when you just, you don't know how you're going to do it. I'm like, I do not know how I'm going to put one foot in front of the other trying to say it to myself, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. Like it is, it was excruciating. So, and then I, you there, it's, yeah, there's thoughts that go through the mind. So I get to my car and I am, oh, so I get home. And of course I'm, I'm like just dead to the world. I mean, it took me 12 hours to get through what should have been a seven hour hike for a normal person, a normal like day for me, it should have been a seven hour, nine at the latest. Um, so I get home and I'm, or to my friend's house, I went over there to have dinner and sitting there and telling them the story. That's that's from yesterday. Um, And like I said, the whole way down, I'm like, this is it. Like I'm done. I am. I'm done. Like I am too old for this. Each step hurts. My body's too old for this. I just can't do this anymore. I have, I can't, I can't do this. And I kept saying that to myself and this is it for me and 14ers. And I was at peace with it. And then um, I get over to Denise's house and my best friend. And right away, I'm like, well, I guess I can do, 
you know, Evan's yet next just to, cause my, my other friend, Steph, she's going to come with me. We do Evan's next, which is another 14 er and that's not as hard. And anybody that says that's not as hard, you know what that means. It's going to be, it's not great. Evans I'm trusting in. And then I'm like, well, and then I can do her on. And then when we go to Buena Vista next week and then, so I'm planning out my next ones after I've said, I'll never do it again. So anyway, so here's my thing, which I, I think this is why I like these so much is because when you are in your deepest pain, here's where the whole transition is going to come from. Um, it's funny. Like I have had a horrible week and, um, with a lot of emotional stuff happening and you sit there and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get through it. I don't know how to get through it. And you do something like this and you see how strong your freaking body is. And my body got through it. It took me a lot longer than most people's bodies did that day yesterday, but I got through it and my body's freaking strong. And, um, the pain that I'm going through with losing my mom and her MS and everything that I went through, I took her to dinner on Tuesday and she has multiple sclerosis as many of you know, and there's a lot of pain in watching the decline. And there's a lot of thoughts of how do I get through this? I don't know what I'm going to do. And, um, if you read, if you follow me on Facebook, I had a really hard day on Tuesday night. I went to um, my psychiatrist on Wednesday morning and we had a great talk and um, you just, there's, I think that like, you just don't realize how strong you are. And so today in church, like after all of this, after this entire week that I've had, after the pain of my mom and watching her in a, absolute 100% decline and not remembering how to use certain utensils and hold glasses and stuff and very painful things to watch. And then putting myself through absolutely excruciating pain and physical endurance that I didn't know if I was going to get through. And you're praying to God and you're just, you just are trying to figure out how to get through and And you're just wondering, like, can I get through this? And you want to give up. You want to stay in bed. You want to turn around on that mountain. You're done. You are done. You have everybody passing you by who it's easy. It's easy. They are in life. Like you think about it, like sometimes you watch people and they handle things so gracefully and so beautifully and you're struggling to get up and to reach that point and you're fighting and it's, it, it's a, it's an amazing metaphor. And the reason I am starting to cry is because I went to church today and uh, like I said, I am fighting right now and on Tuesday, I was really fighting, and Wednesday, I had people acknowledging me, and it was awesome. Um, so I fought through this yesterday, and I did it, and I know I'm strong, but I went to church today, 
and this is nothing to do with like trying to tell people, but the coolest thing was, um, the whole sermon, the whole sermon, like every single thing. And I'll show you the picture, but it was, we had little stickers underneath our seats that said, stay in the fight, stay in the fight. How cool is that? Like how easy is it to give up in life, turn around and not do it? But I stayed in that goddamn fight and I will keep staying in that fight and I will keep going on these 14ers and I'll keep conquering them and I'll keep seeing God at the top and I'll keep looking at how beautiful this world is and how much there is and I will keep on fighting and I think that's the biggest thing that all of us have to remember is like, no matter how big our battles are, no matter how much we can't think we can get through them, we're stronger than we think. Our bodies are stronger than we think. Our bones, our lungs, our brains, everything is stronger than we think. It's sometimes like, I think it's our hearts that sometimes are they're strong too, but sometimes they're just like, Hey, I just need a rest. I don't know, but there's a lot to be said and just stay in your fight wherever you are at in life. Stay in that moment and realize you will conquer it. You will get through it. There is nothing, nothing that can stop you. So just keep going. No, for me, like from my moment yesterday, from my moment this week, If I've got this, you've got this too. All right. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.